What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is episode 175. This is episode 175 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. And listen, my worst nightmare has come true. My worst nightmare has now struck. I didn't think it would happen. Because of the injury to Spencer Dinwiddie. Because that played a factor in me saying, okay, cool. This deal probably wouldn't happen. I have a bad taste in my mouth. I am sick to my stomach. I feel like throwing up. I feel like puking. But I guess being that he's in Brooklyn now, I guess I have to be okay with this. Because he's now repping my city. Um, in case y'all don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about James Harden has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets. So that's what this episode is going to be about. This is going to be a basketball episode. You know, I know it's been a while since I've did one. I haven't really been doing them as much, but y'all got to understand, this is football season still. And, you know, it's playoff time, so those are the joints that I like to do. But yeah, but with... When when this move happened, it's like, yo, I have to do one. I have to vent. You know what I'm saying? And I was at work cleaning the room, and I got the alert on my phone. And it said, Brooklyn Nets make deal for James Harden. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um... Again, I'm I'm not I'm not too thrilled with this trade. I'm not. You know, f- listen, for y'all that know me, y'all know I'm not the biggest James Harden fan. I'm not at all. I'm not the biggest fan of his at all. I don't like his game. I think he's too ball dominant. Obviously, he's a choke artist in the postseason, so that also played a factor to me not wanting him. But you gave up too you get you're giving up too much for him and listen with a talent like his i get it i understand it you know what i'm saying like him being for other people's opinions one of the greatest scorers to ever play uh one of the greatest iso players to ever play the game i understand that i get that but for me 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 growing up playing basketball, me growing up watching basketball, his style of basketball does not suit well with the way that I like the game to be played. All that dribble, dribble, dribble shit, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? And now you come to a team where you already have a ball-dominant point guard in Kyrie Irving whenever he decides to come back. You now reunite with former Thunder teammate Kevin Durant, who I think definitely has something to do with, you know, 
making this making this trade happen because you know supposedly you know you know supposedly they've been they were working out together you know in the off season and shit like that so the talks you know got brought up even more but again me personally I felt like we were in position to where we didn't need James Harden we didn't and again look at what we gave up for him okay we gave up in a four team trade this is a four team trade that's how this even went down because remember the the, the places James Harden was talking about going was Brooklyn Philly Brooklyn Philly those were the two places that he was fixated on going to this was a four team trade a four-team trade. We got James Harden and a 2024 second-round pick from Houston. Okay? We gave up Jared Allen, some, like one of the, I'll say it, one of the uprising young stars in the league who can also defend and get you a double-double on any given night, okay? That's who we gave up. Now, Torian Prince, nah, he's on and off. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like he, like, 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 like he's on and off. Oh, sorry, I gotta got something in my throat. Hold on a second. Let me get something to drink. Let me get something to drink. All right, so we gave up Prince. He didn't really play that much anyway, so I'm not really tripping off that. Karis LeVert, okay? If you put him on somebody else's team, he's starting. He's not coming off the bench, okay? And now that Indiana has picked him up, because the crazy thing is he got traded to Houston, but then Houston traded him to Indiana. Because I yeah, that, that's how that works. Because Victor Oladipo was a part of the trade as well. So I think what happened was he got traded to Houston. Victor Oladipo, Indiana, who was talking about wanting to be traded, he got a part of the deal. Where Levert wound up going to Indiana and now... You know, Victor Oladipo is now in Houston. But again, Karis LeVert, I love that guy. I, 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 I love that guy. Listen, I just think, listen, on paper, firepower. I get it. Firepower. On paper, like, we're probably, well, I'm not going to say probably, we are the next, we are the premier big three now with Durant, Kyrie, Harden. I get all of that. But we gave up too much for someone who's... See, see, this is the issue that I have with the NBA or just superstars for that matter. 
this is the problem that I have. Take a look at how James Harden handled this situation, okay? He shows up the training camp overweight. He probably looked like me. My gut is crazy, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to lose this shit. You would think I was James Harden. My beard ain't as long as his, but dark-skinned, left-handed. You get what I'm going. So, we got that. He shows up the training camp overweight. He doesn't show up the training camp on certain days. He comes out on the basketball court, doesn't give it his all. Like these last few games, the man didn't give it his all at all. Then his last interview as a Houston Rocket, he deliberately threw his other, his well, you could say it now, his former teammates. He literally threw his former teammates under the bus. And then teams are still clamoring and desperate for a player like James Harden. See, me, if I was in the front office and I saw that, I don't want that player on my team. I don't want him on my team. Because, see, me, I'm about integrity. I'm about principle. I don't care how special of a player you are. If you do some shit like that, there's no way in the hell I want you in my uniform. But see, here's the thing. He's a superstar. He's one of the great talents in the league. You can make a case. He's a top, well, he's not in my top five, but you ask people out there, James Harden is a top five player. So he can get away with murder. Like he did breaking... <clears throat> COVID protocol. Remember when he was in the club with the baby? Or little baby, whichever one of them babies it was. He was in the club, no mask on, and ain't nothing happened to him. See, this is the issue that I have with some of these superstars. They can demand their way out of a situation. They could demand it, and then bam, it happens. See, only in the NBA that happens. It doesn't happen in the NFL. In the NBA, if you demand a trade and you're a superstar, chances are it's going to happen. Me, personally, I wouldn't have did nothing with James Harden. If I was Houston, I would have did nothing with him. I'd have let his ass go home. You don't want to be here? Go ahead. Go home. But we're not letting you play. We're not sending. We, we're not going to send you to where you want to go. Nah. Don't worry. You can just go home. And the crazy thing is, that's what they did. Because once you burn that bridge with your teammates, there's no need for you to. There's no need for you to come. There's no need for you to to be a part of this team. Because I tell you what, if I'm Boogie Cousins, because y'all know how he is, Boogie is a goon. You ask me, the first game, Houston and Brooklyn play. If I'm Boogie. I'm taking the cheap shot at James Harden. And I ain't talking about a cheap shot in words. I'm talking about taking one for the team and put him on his ass. Now, listen, I know I'm supposed to be okay with it because he's in Brooklyn now. But listen, I am not a fan of this move. I'm not. I know I'm supposed to sit here and be okay with it. He's in Brooklyn now. He's so much of a special player. Man, listen, miss me with that shit. Miss me with it. Because this is what we gave up. Again, I'm going to say it again. We gave up We gave up four, four future number one draft picks. 
We also gave up four future draft pick swipe deals. Swipe drafts. This shit is like this like this deal was crazy. And I ain't even finished speaking about, you know, all the other moves. Four number one draft picks we gave up. Four pick swabs we gave up that Houston got. Okay? To get James Harden. Now, this is very similar to what happened when we got Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Jason Terry. Now, see, my thing is this. James Harden, he comes to Brooklyn now. Cool. Nice. Wonderful. On paper, it looks great. But who do we have on defense now? Where's our, where's our defense at? That's the issue that I have with this move. Karis LeVert played defense. Jared Allen played defense. We now lose that for James Harden. Like, listen, man, I'm not, listen, I am not sold on this move. Now, listen, they have Brooklyn as the front runner of the East. I had us as the front runner of the East before he even got here. Now that he's here now, shit, on paper, there's no excuse for Brooklyn to go to the finals now. This is definitely championship or bust now. Definitely. Like, it's ironclad now. This is championship or bust. See, before he came, it might have been some cushion for Brooklyn to possibly not make the finals. But now that you got this, oh, no, you got to go to the finals now. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Zero. And that's something that Brooklyn's going to have to figure out. Because just think, what support do we have off the bench? Remember, Denwitty is out for the season. He was in the starting lineup. Levert is gone. That was our production. That, 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 that was our production off the bench. Okay. Tyler Johnson, I like him. DeAndre, we ain't really getting much out of him. So I don't even know why he's on the team. Jeff Green, I love me some Jeff Green. And it's looking like with this move, I think I seen like a potential starting lineup. I think he's going to get bumped to the starting lineup. I think it's going to be Kyrie again when he decides to get back. I'm going to speak on that soon. James Harden. Joe Harris. KD, Jeff Green. That's going to be the starting lineup for Brooklyn. So, obviously, we going real small. Real small. Where is the support off the bench? Where is the production going to be off the bench? That's the, that's the concern that I have with this. Because, listen, when playoff time comes, when playoff time comes, you are going to have to have, listen, Teams that win championships and people that really, really follow basketball and really know the game. Teams that win championships, they have to have some sort of production off that bench. Where are we getting it here in Brooklyn? Now with this move. 
Please tell me. And again, the history of the chokes. We can't ignore that. But I, listen, I will say this, though. With three ball-dominant guys, I'm eager to see how this plays out. Because there's going to be nights one person going to want to be the man. It's going to be one night KD going to want to be the man. It's going to be one night Harden going to want to be the man. It's going to be one night Kyrie going to want to be the man. How that's going to play out. That's what I'm interested in. With this move, we better get Brooklyn versus the Lakers now. We better get it now. Because me, honestly, I honestly think that's more of a reason on why this move was made. Because teams got to stack up to go at LeBron. Because they know they can't do it with just one person. You're not going to be able to do it with one person. You're damn sure ain't going to be able to do it with two people. So you might need a big three to take out LeBron and AD. Because you might, because a duel ain't going to do it. So now you need a big three to do it. And look what we got. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Listen, if I'm Brooklyn, James Harden ain't playing until he lose some weight. He ain't playing until he lose some weight. Like it gotta be, it gotta be some rules in that contract. You need to lose those pounds before you get on the basketball court. I know I'm hard on James Harden, like I, I get it, but I have a reason to. I have a reason to. Now, if he comes here and delivers, which I believe he will, but you gotta deliver where it counts for me. I don't care about regular season. That shit don't mean nothing to me. I need you to produce in the postseason. That's what I need you to produce. I need you to show your ass pause in the playoffs. I need you to play some real defense. I need you to not choke. I need all of those things from you. And again, you're reuniting with Dan Tony, who's the assistant coach for, the, for Brooklyn. He don't preach defense. Steve Nash, head coach, he doesn't preach defense. We're going to do a lot of scoring. Where's the defense at? So it may look good in the regular season, but let's see where this defense comes in when it's postseason time. Because me, honestly, with this, honestly, with this trade, let's get to the creme de la creme. You made this move for offensive purposes. You didn't make it for defensive purposes. Because you gave up your defensive allies for James Harden. That's basically what you did. I'm sick to my stomach, man. I'm not going to lie. I know I'm supposed to be excited. Oh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. I know I'm supposed to be excited, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know how Laker fans felt when LeBron came to the Lakers? And they didn't like it. But then again, you had players, you had people, they, did, they didn't like LeBron to begin with. So the fact that he was in purple and gold, they wasn't feeling. That's how it is with me with James Harden. I'm not a fan of his. I don't like him. And now he's wearing Brooklyn on him now. And I'm supposed to be okay with that. I'm still not.
I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not happy. I'm not thrilled. I'm going to need a drink. I'm going to need a drink, y'all. I'll say this. Like I said. Check your ego at the door. Okay? That's all I ask from you. Work hard. Don't come in with the bullshit. Lose some weight. And let this shit roll now. That's all I ask. But now, speaking of Brooklyn, let's get to the Kyrie Irving situation. He's been quite quite a special case these past few days. Um, I believe he's missed four straight games. And supposedly they said that he probably won't be back to Sunday. With this move, who knows? He might be back sooner than possible. But who knows? With, with, with Kyrie, we don't know. Because, of course, you know, the NBA is now investigating, you know, the video that was leaked of him partying with, you know, I believe it was his sister's birthday. And, you know, they were dancing. Nobody was wearing a mask, this, that, and the third. So now they're contemplating and reviewing to see if he broke COVID protocol. Of course he did. If you go anywhere and you're not wearing a mask, you violate the protocol. But again, this goes back to you being a superstar. You a superstar, nothing's going to happen to you. I just said it. James Harden had the same thing. James Harden did the same thing. The same exact thing. When he wasn't going to training camp, the dude was in a strip club with little baby or the baby with no mask on, and he didn't get fined nothing. Actually, I think he got fined. He didn't get suspended. Let me change that. Ain't nothing going to happen to Kyrie either because he's a superstar. Now he's he was, you know, before the game against Denver, you know, he was in a Zoom meeting, you know, dealing with, you know, dealing with something, de- dealing with de- dealing with something political. Now the question is, is he hurting the team? Yada yada yada. Now you have a bunch of people like Stephen A. talking about how old Kyrie should retire. You know, it just looks like he's not into basketball right now. He he needs to just retire, like. His heart is in the right place for all these things that he's doing. You know, he was vocal about the whole Black Lives Matter movement, all that, all the stat the third. So his, his like his heart is not on basketball right now. So he feels like being that it's not into basketball, you need to just retire until it is. Because what you're doing is hurting the team. I kind of see where Stephen A is coming from with this. Because, listen, it was so much expectations with this team this year. Well, it ain't was. It is. It's a lot of expectation with this team. It is championship or bust now because James Harden is here. With this big three, there should be no excuse for Brooklyn to get to the NBA Finals. Now, do I think they will win? 
Listen, still going up against LeBron, I don't see it happening. But it's still no excuse for them to not get to the NBA Finals. Zero. There's no excuse now. None. I like Kyrie Irving as a basketball player. I have nothing negative to say about him. I love his game. I do think he's ball dominant as well. I think he's more of a two than a one. He could dribble out the ass though. He'll cross your legs up. I I, I get all that. But it's, it's, it's something about the behavior that I got an issue with. Maybe maybe he needs to check his mental health. I I I don't know what I really don't know what it is. But see, this is this is who I hold responsible for this. The Nets front office, Sean Mays, you knew what you was getting yourself into once you signed Kyrie Irving. But see, the thing is this: if you didn't sign Kyrie, you wasn't getting KD because this was a package deal. Them two was going to join forces. They were going to be on the same team regardless. Regardless, they was going to be on the same team. So if you want KD, you got to take Kyrie. Because I'm quite sure KD was the main prize Brooklyn wanted. And I don't know if it was his agent or his representative. Listen, if you want KD, Kyrie got to come too. That's the package deal. Like they're, they're, They're trying to join forces together. I don't know how that planned out. I'm paraphrasing, but that's that, that's what it looked like to me. That's what it looked like to me. And Kyrie is a special talent. He's a, an exceptional talent. But their behavior, the skipping games, Steve Nash didn't even know none of this. How your head coach don't know about none of this? But then again, this goes back to what Kyrie said when Steve Nash was hired. Or a few weeks afterwards. He basically said they don't need a coach. So with him saying that, he obviously doesn't have the respect for the head coach. So you didn't have respect for Steve Nash. You didn't have respect for Mike D'Antoni. You didn't have respect for Kevin Durant. Now, mind you, this is a teammate who had just test positive for COVID. I want to say what? In March? You know what I'm saying? So you're violating protocol. And you're risking the health of a teammate. A teammate who just happens to be, quote unquote, your best friend. Or one of your best friends. Nice job there, Kyrie. Me, in my honest opinion, I think he let that championship in Cleveland get to his head. Now again, like I said, he is an exceptional talent. But let's be real. Can we keep it can we keep it a buck here on why he got that championship? Cuz LeBron went back to Cleveland. It's not like he won that shit on his own. Now, yes, he did play a big role in them winning that championship. He had an amazing series against Golden State. He hit the game-winning shot over Steph Curry. I get all that. But let's stop acting like he was the main main reason on why they won that championship. Because if that's the case, what happened when he was with Boston? Remember, he was throwing teammates under the bus there too. And what happened? Boston flourished when he wasn't on the court. 
They was one win away, a few minutes away from going to the NBA Finals without Kyrie. They didn't even show up on the bench for the team while they went in the playoffs. You could have showed your support for them that way. Remember that? I do. He comes to Brooklyn. His first year, he's hurt. He doesn't want he, he, he doesn't want he doesn't want to go to the bubble. Yada yada yada. You wasn't gonna be playing anyway. So why are you even giving an opinion? Now again, Black Lives Matter movement, you know, he's very vocal with social justice. Like I, I get all of that. I commend him for it. But keep your mouth shut. Because you're doing too much talking. Too much talking. Brooklyn makes the playoffs without him. We weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs last year without him. But they made it happen. Now we got KD back, who's, listen, it don't even look like he missed the beat. It's to the point where I forgot KD was even injured, because he's balling lights out. He's looking like the old KD. And some people had their doubts because of the Achilles injury, but I said I didn't think it would affect him because of his style of play. He's not a high flyer like that. He's not that athletic. So... I didn't think it would do anything crazy to him. But look, he's balling his ass off right now. And I love every minute of it. So, KD, welcome back. Welcome back. I love it. But Kyrie, if your heart is not in the basketball right now, just retire. Just retire. Because what you're going to do is you're going to mess up the chemistry with this team. It's being reported that him and KD are at odds. And it's supposed to be your best friend. And supposedly, y'all are at odds. Get it together, man. Get it together. But I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this Brooklyn team. I'm very interested to see what happens. My only concern is that production off the bench. That's my that's my concern. Where is the production going to be when it comes to that bench? But listen, I want to speak about the other teams that got a part of this trade. Houston got rid of the headache, James Harden, okay? They did get Victor Oladipo, who is a solid player. And you know he's going to give it his all Every single night. Listen, I was loving what I was seeing out of John Wall. I was loving what I... I was... Lo I'm loving... Not was. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him to start this season. Now, the assists are way down, but you got to give it time. Remember, he was damn near out for two full seasons or a season and a half. Whether it was the ACL injury or the Achilles injury, he's now... You know, he's still trying to, you know... Get his game back up. But I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him. Boogie, if he can stop getting ejected. Listen, I love me some Boogie. You know what I mean? Houston might Houston might have a little something over there. Because now that the headache is gone, it doesn't mess with the team's psyche now. They can just focus on basketball. Because John Wall, I can tell you one thing. I know he lost a lot of respect for James Harden. And I love that he spoke about it 
in the press conference against after the game against the Lakers. He's like, yo, after nine games, you giving up already? But that was made, like, that was X to stone already. He, he, he wanted his teammates to know that he wanted out of Houston. And his performance showed it. Coming up to training camp, over, overweight shit. Like, listen, you know how many players ask for trades and they handle it the right way? Anthony Davis, prime example. He demanded a trade from New Orleans. We all know he wanted to get to the Lakers. Because of Rich Paul, LeBron, he, he wanted to get to L.A. Even when he was with New Orleans, he was still giving you a double-double. He handled it the right way. I didn't like how he had the that's all folks shirt at the end of it. But remember, they deactivated him. He still wanted to play, but they deactivated him. So AD handled it the right way. He showed up like a true professional. He was still on the bench supporting his team, all that. He didn't handle it like James Harden handled this situation. But listen, Cleveland got them a little something. I love Jared Allen. And now I think Prince might be able to flourish more because for me, he just, he just seemed lost in Brooklyn. He seemed lost with the Nets. Didn't really play much. So we really didn't get really really we didn't really get to see his true potential. He'll be able to see it in Cleveland. Now I'm eager to see how that tandem with Allen and Drummond is gonna play out. Does Allen go to the bench or does he come to the starting lineup? I'm eager to see that. Indiana got through something with Kevin Levert. He gonna eat now. He's really gonna eat now. Cause again. If you put him on a lot of these teams in the league, he is a starter. And I guarantee you, he is going to be a starter for the Indiana Pacers. Because Indiana, for me, has always been that workhorse team. And I think right now, like, I think Indiana is, what, a top four team in the league, if I'm not mistaken? I know in the East, for sure, seven and four. And now you got Karis LeVert there, oh, he's going to ball out over there. He's gonna ball out over there. He's gonna ball out over there in Indiana. So, I mean, yes, I know Brooklyn was the team that got the most attention out of this deal, but I think Houston got a solid deal. They got a solid deal out of it. Cleveland got a solid deal out of it. Indiana got a solid deal. Uh, got, got a solid deal out of it. So I'm so so I'm 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 very eager to see how all of these moves play out. But obviously the big one is Brooklyn. So you know everybody's gonna have their eyes glued to that one. So let's see how that plays out. But another thing I want to speak on real quick, and then I'm out of here, is this new protocol that they're gonna be doing for two weeks, where Players and staff must remain at their residence or hotel other than a team facility outside exercise or essential activities because of the spread of COVID. Numbers are spiking up. They're also 
pregame meetings in locker rooms limited to 10 minutes, and you must wear face masks. I understand that part. You should be doing that anyway. On game days, players must limit interaction with others with el- with, with others to elbow, fist bumps, and avoid extended socializing. That's the issue that I have. Because let's be real. You're you're all over these players' pores during the game anyway. You're fighting for a rebound. You're fighting for a loose ball. Sometimes you're on the floor tuggling for the basketball. But you mean to tell me you can't interact with them in certain ways? For this, you might as well don't play. Because now you're taking the fun away from the game. Listen, when when listen when the games start, you like that exchange. You like the jarring back and forth. You like the tough talk. And now we're supposed to refrain from that now because numbers are spiking. For that, don't play. I honestly think, in my honest opinion, I think we're going back to a bubble. I honestly think we're now in what, January? What is this? January, what's today's date? January 13th. I honestly believe by February, don't be surprised if the NBA is not back in the bubble. Because a couple of games was just postponed. I know Miami and Boston was postponed. Um, It was a couple of games. A couple of games recently that was postponed. A couple. So, I wouldn't be surprised if a bubble is on the horizon. The Jazz and Wizards was postponed. The Magic and the Celtics was postponed. The Hawks and the Suns was postponed. The Bulls and the Celtics was postponed recently. These are all the games that was postponed. Pelicans and the Mavericks was postponed. That's all starting from Sunday, last Sunday. Boston and Miami got postponed twice. We now get to th- we now get to tomorrow's games, Thursday's games. Well, luckily there's no games that will be postponed for that matter. The Wizards and Pistons is postponed. Warriors and Suns is postponed. So as you can see, a lot of these games have been postponed and will be rescheduled. I'm telling you, by the end of this month, going into the middle of February, if this doesn't change, it's two options. You can the rest of the season, or we go back to a bubble, because that's what it's looking like. I honestly think we're on the verge of going back to a bubble. I hope not. I hope not. Because I want to see the teams play on their actual home floor. But if these numbers keep going the way they're going, I would not be surprised if we are not back in a bubble. And contrary to what people think, no, it is not an asterisk. The season is an asterisk because... Due to unfortunate circumstances, 
you're not in your unusual you're not in your usual comfort zone. But whoever wins the championship, it's not an asterisk next to it. You still had to go out there and play. But it is what it is. Uh it's a wrap for this episode. I don't want to be on it this long. But I guess I'm supposed to be on Cloud Nine because James Harden is in Brooklyn, but I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. I am not excited. I am not thrilled. But let's see what happens. If he brings a championship here, then maybe I'll be satisfied. If he brings a championship to Brooklyn, I'll be satisfied. Then all will be forgiven because that's what I expect from him. Because everybody puts him on this high pedestal like he's a god. You have people saying he's a top five shooting guard of all time. I still don't have him there. But you better show up now. You better come prepared. Lose some weight. Lose that gut. And you bring a championship to Brooklyn, I'll forgive you. I'll start to like you. But until then, I still don't rock with you, Harden. But uh, again, it's a wrap for this episode. Uh, check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Podbean. Um... I'm trying to think of all the other platforms. Any platform that you get your podcasts, your boy is on there. Um, thank you all for your support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. And uh, in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 175 is now over. God bless. Be safe. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here. Go Nets. <laughs>